broadcasting from down on the bayou. It's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, a proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com. And now your hosts, Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. And welcome to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. We're broadcasting live from the Collar and Elbow Studios. Remember, CollarNoboBrand.com. You can get 10% off your entire order when you use our promo code at checkout, The Average Marks. One word, no spaces, just The Average Marks. Today's product of the week is the Collar and Elbow Zach shirt. I'm wearing it right now, Patrick. I was about to say, yeah, it looks like uh, that the Zach Morris shirt, right? Yeah, or, Saved by the Bell. Exactly, yeah, definitely. When you walked in, I was like, well, that's a, that's a new collar and elbow shirt there. It looks nice. It's the, uh, of course, uh, has that very 90s nostalgic yeah. look to it. Of course, that's when Saved by the Bell was very popular. Very popular show. Love that show. Love the shirt, too. So I like how the shirts are always, you know, last week you were wearing the one that looked like the ECW logo. Mm-hmm. Now you're wearing the one that looks like the uh, Saved by the Bell. So I yeah. like how they're, you know. Very pop kinda, culture. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, check it out. CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Also, fun fact, Mark Paul, uh, Mark Paul Gossler on a brand new show called Passage. Mm-hmm. He's the guy Fox. that played Zach Morris. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And he I told- never knew his actual name. I just known him as Zach Morris. And he actually told a guy last night. That it was actually pronounced Hostler. Hostler. Huh? Even though it's a G. I don't know if he was just playing around. <laughs> he may have. It looked like he was running a promo on the guy. It looked it like might, he was trying to get into pro Maybe, wrestling. You know, uh, we, got, well, we got one of the Power Rangers stepping into uh, yes. pro wrestling now. Maybe Zach Morris, you know, from Saved by the Bell, wants to step into the pro wrestling world. You never know. Dustin Diamond thought he was a fighter. I don't know how that guy got a black belt. Did you ever uh, see him in the celebrity boxing matches? I I don't think I've ever seen him, but I've heard Garbage. it. Garbage. Yeah, about to say I heard it didn't end too well. Garbage. For him. So uh, it sounds like there's no point in even watching it. No, no, no. <laughs> so check it out. Collarnebobrand.com. Get 10% off your entire order with our code, the average marks, one word. Or you can check out the shirt right now at gorillaposition.com and get a direct link from there as well. It is The Average Marks, episode number 59 for January 13th, 2019. Today's agenda, uh, the big AEW rally happened on Tuesday afternoon in Jacksonville. A lot to talk about there. A lot of stuff happened. A lot to talk about uh, as far as what happened uh, following that. A lot of news, notes, rumors. So we're going to cover a lot of AEW stuff today. Also, yesterday, it was the first ever NXT UK takeover in Blackpool, we also have a new NXT scorecard champion. I'm not thrilled about it, but we're going to talk about, we're going to recap the show, and basically uh, it was almost a walk-off, I guess you could say. It was yes. a very it was very exciting. Uh, Conrad and myself, the guy, you know, the gaffer that writes our, our news, uh, the wrestling news from the gaffers. Was, I, mm-hmm. I never remember what it's called on the website, but it's at Average Marks. Go check out his stories. And one of the stories he broke way back when, we'll talk about it, actually is what helped him win the scorecard. Sealed the victory. Is what sealed the victory. So we'll talk about (laughs) that. Also, a few rumor mill things. Uh, Of course, the Royal Rumble is in two weeks. Um, Some rumors regarding Becky Lynch in the Royal Rumble. Also, uh, some betting odds for the men's Royal Rumble might give you an idea as to who could walk out as the winner. And also, some Kenny Omega rumors. That's been, you know, a hot topic lately. So we'll talk about about Kenny Omega as well. And then we'll give you uh, a quick preview so of the Royal Rumble. We'll have our Royal Rumble preview show in a, a couple of weeks, uh, or probably in about a week and a half or so, next week sometime, you know, a couple of days before the show. And then, of course, we're going to do the NXT TakeOver cards as well mm-hmm. because I have to get my belt back. So, um, yeah, and then, obviously, a uh, big interview 
to yes. to to cap off the show. But Bryson Scott is gonna, or you're gonna interview Bryson Scott, so that's gonna be a really cool interview. Of course, we talked about the you know the Power Ranger. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name off the top. Jason of my head. David Frank. Jason David Frank. He has. I feel like he has so many names, and he's <laughs> Jason David Frank. Yeah. It, it, those are like three first names right there. Most serial killers have three names, so Bryson Scott may need to watch. Uh, John Wayne Gacy. Uh, well, that's the only three name that they got. Uh, who's the other one? Ted Bundy has only two names, but I'm sure he had more. Um, yeah. The women loved him. I don't know why. Uh, he was a player. But by, uh, Bryson Scott, you're going to talk to him about uh, the, the the altercation with yes. Jason David Frank. See where that's going. So you definitely want to stick around for that. So that's everything we're going to cover today on The Average Marks, episode number 59 for January 13th, 2019. All right. Your main hub is www.averagemarks.com. Check us out where we're at. But essentially, if you're listening to podcasts somewhere, we're there. Uh, do us a favor, give us a rating, follow us, or subscribe, and uh, give us a comment that's going to put us in the algorithm of that platform, whether it's iTunes or uh, Google Podcast or Spotify or whatever. Wherever you're listening to us, that's going to help us out a lot and get new listeners uh, shown their way to the show. And follow us on social media, at The Average Marks, Twitter and Facebook. That's right. So... Tuesday afternoon in Jacksonville, uh, not only was SmackDown Live there that evening, but there was a rally being held actually not far from the venue where SmackDown was taking place. I think it's actually probably on the same block. Uh, It's very, very close walking distance. And AEW had it their was right rally. in front of the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. Exactly, and I think the the arena they had SmackDown out is actually right there, you know, next to the Jaguar Stadium as mm. well. And AEW All Elite Wrestling they made the announcement New Year's Day uh, before uh, they made the announcement with the little video that they did outside the Tokyo Dome, mm-hmm. you know, before Wrestle Kingdom. And we now know it's going to be a thing. We knew that they were going to have this event called Double or Nothing, and then on Tuesday. They had this rally. We didn't know what to expect from this rally. It was it was just announced we're going to have a rally. It was at 5 o'clock Eastern time, Tuesday afternoon. So, of course, it was live on Periscope. We shared it. We, we both watched it. And, you know, Cody and the Bucks came out, talked a lot about, you know, okay, this is what we're doing, AEW. Uh, they announced Double or Nothing, May 25th at uh, the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, uh, that's more Memorial Day weekend, so that's going to be a, a big weekend for them. I know, know a lot of wrestling fans are already starting to plan that trip. You already checked Vegas. tickets. Ticket I, prices have already gone through the roof. I have. I didn't check. I didn't check uh, all double or nothing prices. I checked flights. Flights exactly. Flights. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend. Flights on Memorial Day weekend, regardless of the wrestling, you know, show or not. I think are going to be through the roof. It's a travel weekend for a lot of people. It's a long weekend, and it's kind of the unofficial start to summer. So a lot of people are traveling that weekend. I, I understand. Screw summer. Yeah, I know, and I understand that the high ticket prices definitely a lot more expensive because I was looking at ticket prices in, in February just to go over there for whatever, just a trip to get away. Uh, definitely more expensive in at the end of May. So May twenty fifth, uh, we don't know how it's going to be broadcast. Whether it's going to be on a a website, pay-per-view. It's going to be something of the sort, obviously. So they 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 made that announcement. Also, obviously, made the announcement. Um, you know, Cody, the Young Bucks have signed a contract. Hangman Page has signed a contract. And there was a few surprises mm-hmm. at the rally as well. The first surprise we saw was Pac. Pac came out and 
confronted uh, Hangman Page. Yeah. You know, um, one of the guys. Well, that really wasn't the first surprise. Maybe that was the first big surprise. First big surprise. Because yeah, before surprise, that, it first, was MJF. First, yeah, MJF. Was, cause I, to be fair, and it, this may sound bad, but I didn't know who MJF was. I, I had never seen this guy. But I enjoyed him. Uh, yes. he, he came out. You knew right away the guy was a heel, and he, <laughs> you know, and he, as much he, as I love watching you sweat through your fat suit, yeah, uh, he's he like, called, move along, turkey tits. Yeah, as I say, he called him turkey tits. I mean, that it was, it was really, really funny. It was. Uh, I tell you what, the fact that there was not one wrestling match that was a very entertaining one hour, yeah. uh, of that rally. MJF came out, and that was kind of the first. You say it was the first surprise, maybe not one of the first big surprises, but it was a surprise, and it was the first time someone came out, you know, and still in kayfabe because I think Cody and the Bucks, in a way, were kind of shooting like, okay, look, you know, this is our, you know, we're we're running this, mm-hmm. this and that. They were, you know, shooting, and then here comes MJF. Here we go. Start with the kayfabe stuff. We're going to start building some some storylines here. MJF comes out. He gets attacked by Joey Janela. It's cracked and Penelope. Yeah, he cracked a. a Crutch, a crutch over over his back. So Joey Janela shows up with Penelope Ford. My That's what goodness. I was fixing to say. I'm pretty. Uh, I know you were glad when you saw that signing right yeah, there. Yeah, Penelope Ford. Ooh, Lord have mercy. She was looking. Uh, How you doing? Her personality was looking very large on, on Tuesday <laughs> uh, evening. So um, Joey Janela attacks MJF. So what's his full name? You remember? Oh, or? you're gonna get me lying here. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't remember. Uh, it's Fump Fitzgerald is his last name. No, right? no, no, no. Was it not Fitzgerald? No, yeah. Um, I couldn't remember. Brink put it in the uh, chat thing, but that I'd, was I'd, like I'd a million lines ago. But anybody who knows MJF knows who we're talking about. Anybody that watched the press conference knows who we're talking about. So it looks like Joey Janela, MJF. You know, could be a few to kind of get this uh, company started off. As uh, Mikey O here, he's gonna. Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. There you go. Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. That one's going to be a little tough to remember off the top of my head, so I'm going to have to like, kind of study that. You just say MJF. Yeah, that's what MJF. So MJF was attacked by Joey Janela. It looks like that might be a little bit of a feud to kind of get things going um, mid-card-wise in AEW. The next surprise was Pac yes. showing up. Yeah. Uh, who was the guy? There, there were two guys hosting it. Who was the, the big fella? That was that, Conrad. Conrad. I can't remember his. Couldn't remember his name. But you know, he was talking about who's going to be the first champ in AEW. Hangman Page comes out. In my opinion, that's going to be one. That's going to be one of their top guys easily. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the top guys. I wouldn't be surprised if they did put the strap on him first. And he comes out, starts talking about you know 2019. I'm going to be a champion. This and that. And then we hear some music. It's Pac's music. Pac comes out in his full ring gear, yes, ready to throw down right there in the parking lot of the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. Yes, everyone else is is in street clothes. <laughs> Here comes Suits. Pac. Is like he got he, his hair like he just doused water on. Yeah, him. he looked like you know he, he was, was ready re- to go. He was ready to go right then, right there. And then of course he's a, a champion for Lionsgate. For Lionsgate, he came out with his Lionsgate championship belt and was talking about. I'm not even gonna try to do his accent, but you know it's 2019 <laughs> no, and I'm already a champion. No, go ahead. Go ahead. A Meridia champion, or something, <laughs> you know, something like that. I, I sound more like Drew McIntyre right there, I think. But you, you get the drift. And he comes out, says, "I'm already a champion," and then he pretty much drops the bombshell. I'm with AEW now, and I'm going for that AEW gold. Pretty much, I don't think he said it exactly like that. I'm just paraphrasing, but he basically made it known: you're not going to be the first champion. If I have anything to do with it, I'm going to be the first champion. So Pac 
Hangman had a little bit of a, a face-off there. That was really cool. That was the first yeah, real dude. big surprise. First time I, I marked out, there was rumors that Pac was in Jacksonville. Obviously, he was not there for SmackDown. So what? Else, why else would he be in Jacksonville? And we found out right then and there. Yeah, I tell you what, to steal a line from Cruz, I was moist the whole rally. Uh, but when Pac came out, oh, I yeah. turned full female. I was yelling like I was a woman transported to the 60s, and the Beatles just came out. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God! Oh, my God! Well, and, you know, it's crazy. That wasn't even the the big surprise, the biggest surprise. Yeah, they saved that for last, and we're going to get to that. Most of you probably know already that watched it, but we're going to get there in a minute. For those of you who don't know, we're not going to spoil it just yet. But Pac came out, and I tell you what, when I saw Pac and Hangman face-to-face, I'm just like, Shut up and just take my money. Yeah. Because Pog versus anybody, and Hangman versus anybody. Hangman's one of the young, bright, up and coming wrestlers in, in the world. Uh, Pac, we know what Pac can do, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he was in WWE, he was the man that gravity forgot. Neville, yes, of was. course. And he's still the man that gravity forgot. I tell you what, he's jacked up now, man. Like, he's. I don't remember him being that jacked up in WWE. Like, no homo? Uh, dude's has an amazing body. He's. And he's an amazing athlete. He's a very short Adonis. He's a he's he's an amazing athlete. Yes. Uh, Pac. So we could see. You know, they haven't made any matches yet, but they're they're te- they they teased us very hard that we're going to get a Pac versus Hangman. Maybe you know the inaugural AEW Championship match could be those two guys. I mean, I'd be okay with those two main events. Well, wouldn't you think being a new, you would have to have like a tournament though. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I actually like that idea. You know, get get eight guys. You know, you probably have Cody and, you know, Conrad was talking about, you know, who's going to be the first AEW champion? Could it be Pac? Could it be Neville? I mean, not, same guy. Could it be Pac? Could it be Hangman? Could it be Cody? Could it be one of the young guys? You got to throw Jericho in there, too, though. And they, now you got to throw Jericho in there. And, and, you know, I'm still of the belief. Kenny Omega, it will be in AEW uh, this Please. time next month. Please. So, this time next month. So, obviously, if Kenny Omega. And in my opinion, when Kenny Omega signs with AEW, he's going to be in that mix. No doubt about it. Uh, in my opinion, he should be the first. Could we have like an over-the-top battle royal, or you think it's like one-on-one? No, they're not tournament. Gonna do it. No, it's going to be a one-on-one tournament. Okay, okay. I think they'll do like an eight-man tournament unless they do. You know, you know what else? You know, once they get the amount of guys, do like a G1 climax format where you do it's basically all around Robin. Uh, you have two blocks. The top two, the top person in each block will face each other. Championship match, and there you go. That I would think, be cool. I think they got enough respect for New Japan not to steal their gimmicks, though. I guess you you have a point there, but not necessarily stealing. Well, I guess it would be stealing their gimmick because their stuff is pretty unique. It is very unique. The way they do you know what I mean? you know, the G1, uh, the New Japan Cup, World Tag League, those tournaments, it is very unique. And it's very, I like it. It's very unique. It's different, but it's cool, I think. It, right. It's very cool. To, it's what sets them apart. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the G1, for example, it's, it's basically like, I don't want to compare it to like, you know, an NFL team. You play, you know, you got to play a whole season, maybe more college football, because in college football, every game counts more. Um, you know, you got to win your games to get to the playoff. Whereas in the G one, you got to go through the grueling schedule of defeating, you know, as many people as you can, racking up these points mm-hmm. and becoming, you know, the top person in block A or block B, getting to that championship match, that playoff, so to speak. So that's just kind of. And Cody did say winning will mean more than ever now. Yeah, wins and losses are. 
That's what he, he, he they're going to emphasize on wins and losses. So obviously, if you're winning in AEW, you're going to be moving on to championship matches. If you're not winning, well, who knows what they'll do with you? I don't know, but mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm really excited about it. The the this rally, like I said, we still got a little bit to talk about here in this rally uh, after Turns. yeah after Hangman and uh, Pac came out. Um, we also saw you know MJF, Joey Janela, uh, SoCal Uncensored made an appearance. Yes. They kicked things off, so SoCal Uncensored is there. Um, let's see who else was there before we get to the the, the big name that was there. Was anybody I thought, else? I thought they were saying Scorpio Sky was still ROH. Did they let him out of his contract? Mm, I don't know. Or are they sharing him? They, I don't know. It's it's possible they may be sharing because there's rumors that you know maybe they'll work with Ring of Honor, and then there's also rumors now that they are going to be working with New Japan. So we're going to well, see. Well, I don't know. Ringside, there's, rumors, there's rumors. Yeah, Ringside News said that uh, essentially they had the meetings with those dudes, and New Japan said, "No, nah, we're sticking with ROH." Yeah. So now there's rumors that they may be working with Impact. Yeah. So as of right now, nothing's set in stone as far as the working relationships they have, but. The fact that AEW is set in stone, Double or Nothing is set in stone May 25th, so looking forward to that. Um, also, they did announce they're going to have a second show that will be in Jacksonville. Uh, don't know when, but I think according to the Wrestling Observer Now, uh, Uncle Dave, he said <laughs> the, the Jacksonville show is expected to take place in July, and also a third show is expected to take place in Chicago in September, which he thinks they'll probably do like a one-year anniversary of the all-in show that happened back in September 1st of last year. So maybe September 1st, that first, that Labor Day weekend, that Saturday, they'll probably do a show, which I'm not crazy about that time to do a show because that's the opening weekend of college football. But, you know, a lot of... Worked out pretty well for him last time. It did. It did. It, I mean, I, and, you know, I can always go back. Hopefully that by September they might be on a medium where I can... Go back and watch it on demand, like the WWE Network. They put all in on New Japan World, so we could we were able to go back. I was able to go back and watch it on New Japan World, as I do have an account there. So hopefully they have a medium where I can go back and watch it. Because sorry, I love pro wrestling. The opening weekend, the opening Saturday of college football, I'm watching college football. And it's, see, I think I think you're not the majority of wrestling fans, though. I think yeah. the majority of wrestling fans. I don't know how big that percentage would be, but I would say that they're not into. Football, I would, I would, I'm willing to bet that I, I would say about fifty, at least fifty percent, maybe sixty percent tops of wrestling fans don't, you know, like football. But it's, uh, it's hard to say that because you know you look at you, you look at me, you look at Brink, and you look at Cruz, our four guys. Mm-hmm. We're all big wrestling fans, but that's we're why we gravitated to each other yeah, because we all have all, similar all, interests. Yeah, we're all big into football too. So, and I don't know, it's a. Uh, it's a weird thing, you know, uh, but, you know, if, if you don't like football, that's fine. But me, I love college football. Big LSU fan. Wearing an LSU, my LSU versus Alabama shirt here when they got their butts. Screw Alabama. Yes, they lost the national championship. Excited. I was excited about that. Yeah. But even though I picked Alabama to win the game. But back to wrestling. September 1st, they're expected to have a show in Chicago. Great place to have a show, obviously. And get and, shot. And I think it's going to be... They said possibly back at the Sears Center. This is what they're all saying on the Wrestling Observer now. Uh, let's see. This is some other news and notes they have here before we get to the big surprise that happened at the, the rally. They are negotiating with two major cable networks for a live weekly two-hour show. Uh, it says AEW opened 
open to picking up sizable talent, and they are very serious negotiating in very serious negotiations with two major cable stations for a weekly two-hour live primetime television show. That's all it says for that. Also, it says they are unlikely to land uh, Mayu Iwatani, but are looking at other Japanese women, including bringing in uh, Aja Kong. So I don't, mm. I never heard of either one of those, but they're looking to, you know, they're gonna have a women's division. That's another big announcement they made. Uh, also, equal pay. The women, <clears throat> if you're a top billing woman, you're gonna get paid as the same, paid the same as a top billing male. Uh, Brandy Rhodes, the uh, chief uh, brandy officer, as they <laughs> deemed her on Twitter. So she came out and made that announcement, which is good. I That's love the amazing. fact. I love the fact they're gonna have women's wrestling as well. Because if you think about it, you look at WWE right now. The most compelling wrestling in WWE is their female roster. Correct. Yeah. But they're not getting paid as much as their males. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I would like to add here: um, while wrestling is coming up, we talked to David McLean last show. Yeah. The show after this, we're going to be talking to Abilene Maverick. Yeah, we got a few. Uh, yeah, Selena Majors and women, Stephanie uh, w- Gorgeous ladies of wrestling lined up. Right. Or is it well, the women the, of wrestling? Women of wrestling. Yeah, the well, superheroes still, of women of wrestling. Yes. Um, but still some fantastic women wrestlers yes. uh, that we have coming up on the uh, the show here in the next few weeks, I, I believe. Right now, I might have to show you this email that they sent me mm-hmm. uh, because it has some clips from the show. Oh yeah, and the wrestler that he was talking about, the Beast. Dude, if they want to fill up their women's um, division really fast, David McLean has assembled an amazing roster mm-hmm. with women of wrestling. Yeah. Dude, this woman, the Beast, is an absolute animal. She's a beast. She's a beast. <laughs> she is what, what they call her. Yes. The Beast. Also, She's the female Brock Lesnar. Yes. Also, Jungle Girl there is amazing. Yeah. Of course, uh, everybody might know her as Barbie Hayden. Yeah. Uh, longest reigning female NWA champion of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, but, dude, that's where they need to go. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure with WOW, they don't have exclusive contracts. Go char- start cherry picking. No, it seems like AEW is going to have a lot of good benefits, especially with the women. You know, the women are going to get equal pay uh, based <laughs> on where they're at in the cards. And you know, with the men, equal pay with the men, and and also you know the the health benefits too. I believe there's gonna be health benefits. So mm-hmm. it seems, and you know, it seems like they're able to offer WWE like money to some of the to their wrestlers. So it seems like you can't go wrong if you are if you're not in WWE, and even some of the guys in WWE. I have a feeling they're gonna go over to AEW when their contracts oh, expired. Yeah. But if you're not, if you're a wrestler here in America, for sure, and even not just here in America, around the world, they're looking. They signed some of those, you know, people from that Chinese organization. They're gonna get people from Japan. They're gonna get, you know, they're gonna get people from all over the place. So, um, to still another line from uh, from The Rock, Vince has to be having piss rolling down his leg at this moment. Y- yes. Um, and, you know, it was funny. You know, we talked about how a- the AEW rally was in Jacksonville, the same, you know, city that SmackDown was in the same night. And there's was apparently um, some issues getting mm-hmm. in to the SmackDown show if you were wearing AEW merchandise. They weren't letting them in at first. Um, there was a video that came out. They were talking to a security guard. Apparently, at first, they were not letting people in with AEW shirts. But then they started to let them in. So, right, after the internet hit them. Yeah, after it went viral. I, I can tell you what, though. I mean, obviously that's a good decision because you don't want a rival company's shirts all on your show. Yeah, you're right. 
because you know those dudes are going to want to get that shirt on TV. It's also, but yeah, you're right. And but it's also to me a it's a bad look to turn fans down like that. It was, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, you got to protect your brand as well. And, yeah. and I think that is exactly what Cody had in store. It's mm-hmm. genius. Yep. He knew he would make WWE look bad because he knew his fans were going to go right across the street and go watch the show. Yeah. So, uh, And it puts AEW in the spotlight again. It does. And it makes Vince look like the tyrant. Yep. So... Uh, but they let him. Eventually, they let him in. Yeah, they and, had to. Uh, yeah, they kind of had to. So, um, like you said, that was a little, you know, snap. Did you see they, any AEW shirts on TV? I did not even watch SmackDown this past week. Not yet. So, is SmackDown a live show or is it taped? It's live. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's live. So, I mean, it was it was taped for those couple of weeks during the holidays, but now you know they're back doing it live. So, oh, okay. Um, some more new uh, notes though from the Wrestling Observer now. About AEW, Tuesday Night Dynamite probably won't be a thing. While Tuesday Night Dynamite was trademarked, and that obviously meant Tuesday was the plan at the time, it is up to the station that they sign with, and right now Tuesday looks highly unlikely. But two hours of live primetime is still the plan with either deal. See, you know why I think this looks unlikely? Because we've been talking with Ryan K. Bowman from the GorillaPosition.com. Mm-hmm. It was looking like the the head, I guess the... Uh, the company in the lead to sign with AEW was Time Warner, yeah. which means it would either be TNT or TBS. Mm-hmm. Obviously, TBS is where they show all the reruns. TNT is where they show all the modern like series and sports events and stuff like yeah. that. So obviously, they would want AEW on TNT, but like you pointed out, yeah. Tuesday was going to be a no-go. Yeah, Tuesday is no-go because they, uh, they broadcast NBA basketball games yep. and... They are not going to give up NBA basketball no, for no way. as much traction as AEW is getting and probably will get. You know, from their perspective, they're not going to take out the NBA for an unproven wrestling company. No, the NBA, even if it's WWE, the NBA will make them more money than yeah. WWE. Mm-hmm. So, um, but maybe they put it on TBS. Who knows? Uh, but apparently, now. Apparently, there's two deals. I don't know if TBS slash TNT counts as one or if those are the two deals, one or the other. Maybe there's another deal out there with another. I don't know. A lot of people speculating WGN was in the run, too. Really? WGN? I, I, hadn't, I hadn't seen anything about that, but maybe you did. Uh, because that's where they broadcast their zero hour. Yeah. And also, I think Cody's cool with a bunch of the execs over there. Yeah. Also, I saw something about HBO was at the rally. Uh, doing, you know, the thing they're going to do a show about all elite wrestling, not necessarily the show, like a the documentary, the, like I guess like a documentary kind uh, of thing. That's cool. So, um, I don't know, maybe HBO is. Oh, that'd be terrible. Yeah, it would be because I don't catch HBO. That would be garbage. Uh, so I'm just saying, I'm, I'm that not would saying, be bad for business, though. I think so. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put it on a channel, obviously, that everyone catches with basic, you know, cable. Yeah, and TNT. To me, TNT would be the way to go. Um, I'm trying to think of some others. Um, they have the Paramount Network now, which was formerly Spike TV. Spike TV would have been a really good channel for something like that. The Paramount but, Network would be. But they punked out Impact. Mm-hmm. And Impact was a great product at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're on Pursuit now, which I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't catch that channel. They're going to be on well, Twitch, too. Yeah, though. they're live on Twitch, too. Yeah, they'll be live on Twitch. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I feel like with the amount of money... They have, of course, if they get a TV deal, they're going to get paid from the TV oh, yeah. deal. So if the, you know, obviously, you want to go after that. 
But with the amount of money they have, I wouldn't be surprised if they did start their own little like network, kind of like the WWE network. That would be so sweet. That would be really, you know, in today's day amazing. and age. In today, today's day and age, that's probably not that hard to do with Dude, the amount of money they have from the cons. I'm sorry, Vince. If that happens, I'm canceling the WWE network. I have them both. Uh, I'll get because I have WWE Network now. I have New Japan World, and I'll, I'll get AEW if they have their own streaming. Service. I got a budget here. So do I, but I love wrestling. So. <laughs> but uh, one well, more. Well, you got New Japan uh, uh, Network, don't you too? Yeah, have New you'd Japan have three World. of them. We we'll have New Japan. Well, I mean, between uh, you know, New Japan World is like eight something in U.S. dollars. WWE Network, I think I paid ten eighty something for that. So it's like maybe twenty bucks for those two. If I get AEW and it's no more than ten bucks, I'll spend thirty bucks a month. You know, for three different wrestling promotions. You know, networks, so to speak. So, yeah, uh, not a bad deal, and it's and it's it's good quality stuff. You know, you have New Japan. You know, their stuff's great. WWE. You have NXT, NXT UK. You have all the original shows. You got the documentary series and all that stuff they have on the network. Mm-hmm. Really cool stuff on that network. And then you know, if AEW has one, um, I would love to see. You know, especially they do their their big live shows like a Double or Nothing and those kind of shows. Put those on there. Uh, to me, I'm getting my money's worth at all of them. Yeah, it's so. like four to five trips to Canes down the tubes. Oh well, you know, <laughs> Canes ain't expensive either. But I'll still, I, I will still make room for Canes if I, <laughs> if I want some. You better believe that. One more uh, piece of note, though, from AEW, and this isn't necessarily about AEW, but it is about the Young Bucks. Apparently, they turned down a very unique deal from WWE. Um, the the main thing here. Apparently, this is something that has never been heard WWE concede on, according to uh, Unc Dave, which was a six. They were offered a six month window where they could have left their three year contract if they wanted and weren't happy with their push. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy that WWE offered them that. So, WWE apparently wanted the Bucks, Cody, and I think they offered Cody Rhodes a pretty strong deal, too. Uh,. I think that, let's see, this is what it says. Paul Levesque worked hard at getting all four into WWE. Uh, This is Hangman Page, the Bucks, and Cody. Page was offered main roster money to work NXT where he'd have been pushed as one of its top stars. The Bucks and Cody were offered strong deals. The Bucks deal was for money roughly the same as WWE champion AJ Styles, which would have also included being the elite, being made a regular, regular weekly show on the WWE Network, as well as the uh, the six month window where they could have gotten out of their contracts if they weren't happy with their push. Were they both going to get paid the same money as AJ, or that was like split down the middle? Uh-huh, it might have been with the amount of money they're throwing around these days. I wouldn't be surprised if they paid each Matt and Nick wow. Jackson the amount of money AJ Styles was making. Uh, it also says WWE was fully aware of the con deal as this was going down, which was one of the reasons they went so hard in locking up talent as of late. The great offer with the six month window was with knowledge that Khan was not doing the promotion without the Bucks and Cody, and signing them would ha- would keep them from being opposition. Mm-hmm. Without them, Khan wouldn't have the star power and stars of All In, meaning he'd likely not have the openings to everyone from television to top talent that was necessary. Those who work with WWE with, with knowledge of the deal were certain they wouldn't turn it down, and outright told me that they would be debuting at the Rumble and had a Rumble to Mania significant storyline. When they made the decision to go to AEW, they remarked that it was mind-boggling that they would ever get an offer at that level 
and even more that they were turning it down. But they did roughly 12 hours of talks with uh, Triple H, who they heavily praised in how he handled everything, in particular seeing the comedy aspect in the skit they did where they superkicked Kazarian dressed up as him over and over in what was the public turning down of the offer on being the elite. Mm-hmm. So... The Bucks, so, so you know, obviously we've been hearing the rumors of Kenny Omega getting this great deal from WWE, but yeah. apparently Cody and the Bucks were offered a very good deal as well. They turned it down, no surprise to me, and no surprise that Kenny Omega is going to probably turn down the WWE deal and go to AEW as well. So um, looking forward to uh, you know seeing what they can do in uh, AEW, because man, I tell you what, you got some cojones turning down yeah. some, some uh, big time contracts like right. that. But uh, now, one final thing. Anything else that y- you that we can cover? Yeah, the only thing I like to add is, you know, their their big mantra right now is change the world. Yeah, and I think they've already started doing that in the wrestling business because you're starting to see wrestlers get the best contracts that they've ever had in WWE, ROH, New Japan, yeah. because they're all scared that AEW is going to take all these dudes. Yeah. So they're sewn up. Sewing them up for multiple years. And, and New Japan usually only gives out one-year contracts. Mm-hmm. And we just heard in the pre-show that Juice Robinson just signed a three-year deal with yeah, him. Yeah, Juice Robinson re-signed a three-year deal with New Japan, so that's where Juice Robinson will be. Apparently, WWE was interested, but it never got to the point where I think they contacted him. And hey, he would never go back there. No, he would. He hates those dudes. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't like WWE at all. He He's made that clear in some of the promos, I think, he's cut. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. But they're already doing it. They're changing the landscape of the wrestling industry, and they yeah. didn't even have their first show yet. Yeah, and we uh, we still have one piece of uh, business to get to from the AEW rally. Yes. I just want to make sure we covered everything before we get to that point. Yes. At the very end, when it looked like things were getting ready to uh, you know wrap up, I hear Judas start playing by Fozzie. Yes. Immediately, it was like, holy crap. It's Jericho. Yes. Jericho shows up, says he is all in with all elite wrestling. He signed, I believe, a three-year deal with the company. So now Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho is the guy that, you know, when they go to try and get this TV deal, hey, we got Chris Jericho. Yeah. We got this dude. He's a he's a rock star. He's been He's wrestled all over the world. He's probably, you know, the most well-known wrestler, one of the most well-known wrestlers ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you say every wrestling fan should, if you do not know who Chris Jericho is, you're not a wrestling fan by any means. I mean, there's, any wrestling fan knows who Chris Jericho is. So you got that leverage now to, you know, make your TV deal. You, it's just a huge get for AEW, and I still think that it's not even the biggest get they're going to get. They're going right. to they're going to get Kenny Omega, and that's just going to that's going to take them into another stratosphere, in my opinion. Right, and then the Chris Jericho signing gives you instant legitimacy because oh, yeah. obviously Cody, the Young Bucks, Omega, yeah, they may be the biggest stars in wrestling in the world, mm-hmm. but you start trying to get people to get on board here in America, and they're like, who are these guys? Yeah. But you get a guy who's been a bona fide star for such a long time here in the States. Mm-hmm. Just like you're saying, that name recognition, they're like, Jericho, hell yeah, sign yep. me up. Yep. So uh, Jericho, that was really the big surprise. And some would say it's not even a surprise because a lot of people expected Jericho to go work with AEW. So it was still pop-worthy. It was still pop-worthy because there was no mention of Jericho at all. Nobody you know, said anything. He didn't say anything. But of course, you know, Jericho's really good at keeping kayfabe. So he showed up and, uh, 
Yeah, he's all in with All Elite Wrestling, and he said he will be at Double or Nothing. We don't know in what capacity he will be there, but he will be there May 25th in Las Vegas. Now, let me ask you this. So there's rumors that JR is coming aboard as well. Yes, I, I, I'm, I, if JR is the, the head commentator, I'm all, I'm all in with Do you think all it's going to be JR wrestling. and Conrad, probably? I hope it's JR and whoever else, because JR, oh man, uh, you know, now unfortunately JR can't do anything until after March because he's still under contract with WWE and they're not allowing him to do anything. So um, he'll be. Uh, but I mean, he won't need to do anything until May. But there was also, you know, word that Don Callis was going to do commentary for him. So uh, I wouldn't mind maybe a Don Callis, Jim Ross, uh, you know, mm-hmm. duo there. Maybe even a Kevin Kelly. Well, no, Kevin Kelly's with New Japan. But um, Don Callis and Jim Ross, uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, definitely. I think it would be good for Jim Ross. It's here in the States. He doesn't have to go all the way to, New J- to Japan. Um, so I hope they can land JR. It would be really good, uh, really great for that company. Another big get to have a voice, you know, the most, arguably the most recognized voice in, in professional wrestling, announcing wise yeah. today, Jim Ross um, doing commentary for you. So I would be real thrilled if, if they get yeah. Jim Ross. Uh, a special shout out, screw you, to the admin who suspended us again for sharing on Facebook groups. Once again, but yep. a, a lot of these Facebook groups, people are saying that they don't want to see Jr. doing it because they think he's lost it. They think he sucks now. Well, I think a lot of fans, you know, they've probably listened to his. Hey, granted, you know he's getting old and he's not what he used to be. Uh, you know, Father Time is undefeated, and even as, with a job such as announcing, you know, you could maybe lose a step or two uh, mentally. But uh, you know, he's still good enough to, you know, he can hold his own. So yeah. he's Jim Ross. He's had some of the the best, maybe even the best wrestling call ever when Mankind was thrown off that Hell in a Cell in '98 at King of the Ring by the Undertaker. Maybe the best call in wrestling <laughs> in, in history. But. Um, at least in my opinion. But I think just the name recognition. Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't have to be extraordinary. He just has to be good. And I think he's still at the point where he can be really, really good. He may not be what he was in the late 90s, early 2000s, but he can still hold his own. And it's going to be, you know, what fun. it's going to be the- fun for people like me who is a huge, who are, I mean, J- Jim Ross is my favorite wrestling commentator of all time. So. And I kind of grew up listening to you know to Jim Ross, Monday Night Raw, and all that stuff. So, um, I would be thrilled if they can get Jim Ross. Now, let me ask you this: Is Jerry Lawler on like a Legends contract? I have no idea, no clue. But uh, real quick, though, I think the reason why a lot of folks think Jim Ross has kind of lost this because he's been doing commentary for New Japan. He's you know he's new to New Japan. He doesn't really. So I feel like the fact that he. He probably wasn't very familiar with a lot of names. He was just a little more uncomfortable. I'm not saying he was completely uncomfortable. He just wasn't as comfortable in New Japan as he would have been like in a WWE and now in an AEW where he knows he knows a lot about Cody. He knows a lot about the Bucks. He knows a lot about Kenny Omega. He knows a lot about he's gonna know a lot about the guys yeah. that are gonna be in AEW. Chris Jericho, obviously. Yeah. You no, know, you know, big history with Chris Jericho. So um I think he'll be a lot more comfortable in the role in AEW, which will make him I think, commentate a little bit better than he did in New Japan. Would you like to see him and the King tag up again? Sure, why not? 
I'm saying me too. I love that. I would love that. Yeah, that would be awesome. I don't think they'll go after uh, Jerry the King Lawler, though. I think they're going to get like two. And granted, Jerry the King Lawler was a phenomenal color commentator with Jim J- Jerry, uh, Jim Ross. But uh, at the end of the day, Jerry Lawler was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And you want to get somebody, because Jim Ross was never a wrestler. He was always <laughs> the guy with the, the journalism broadcasting background. Um, I think they want to get a, a color guy that has a broadcasting background and not necessarily a wrestling background maybe more of a wrestling broadcast background maybe mm-hmm. like like i said a don Callis or something like that or mm-hmm. or whoever you know you never know so it'll be interesting but getting jim ross i'd be thrilled all right so we pretty much covered all the aew news at least for now still i'm sure a lot more to come Yesterday, though, it was the first ever NXT UK takeover over in Blackpool. What a show it was. Um, what a cool name for a town, too. Yeah, Blackpool. Um, uh, first, let me start by saying I am no longer the NXT scorecard champion. And I'm going to take you through what happened a little bit earlier this week. Conrad, he's in our group chat. He writes for us, so he's always in the conversation. And he pretty much asked, you know, is you know Patrick defending the NXT championship, scorecard championship. And I was like, well, I don't know. And I was joking around. I'm not contractually obligated to do it until <laughs> NXT TakeOver Phoenix. But I was like, you know what? I'll do it. I will. <laughs> I'll defend it. Uh, even though I, 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 I had not been able to catch a lot of NXT UK. But I knew a thing or two about you know a lot of the wrestlers. So I just wasn't, you know, wasn't very familiar with the storylines where they might have been going with them. So I said, you know what, screw it. And I watched a couple of NXT, you know, UK takeover, uh, UK shows before leading up to the show. And I filled out a scorecard. And look, I had Conrad beat. Dead to right. After Pete Dunne uh, defeated uh, Joe Coffey, I I had him by one point. And the. It was 31 to 30. It was 31 to 30. I, I was up by one point. And even Conrad, I think, thought, he's like, oh, I guess I'm, you know, that's going to be it. And out comes freaking Walter <laughs> to confront Pete Dunne. And pretty much in a walk-off fashion, Yeah, he had Walter as one of his unscheduled. He wins 35-31 in, like, your typical football score, 35-31. He is the new NXT scorecard champion. So congrats to Conrad. I hope you enjoy it because January 26th, that belt is coming back with me when I win at NXT TakeOver Phoenix. So I hope you enjoy your two-week reign as NXT champion because that belt's coming back where it belongs. I've been having that belt since July, and I'll be darn if I'm going to let... And he had home field advantage, too. That's what I was fixing to say. He had the home field advantage. You know, he... I mean, if the UK guy would have lost the the UK show, that would have been terrible. Yeah, so... and And he even put the article up on our website about what a month ago or so, yeah, that you know Walter reportedly signed with WWE, and well, the proof was in the pudding. Now he showed up at NXT UK Takeover. Quickly, I will go over the results from NXT UK <laughs> Takeover. The uh, they had some dark matches, but that's going to be on the NXT next NXT UK show. So I'm not going to give that away. Zach Gibson and James Drake defeated Mustache Mountain. In my opinion, that's a little bit what? of a, yeah, that's a little bit of an upset, a mild upset. As you <laughs> a like mild to, upset. A mild. That's a big upset right there. <laughs> I, th- I thought for sure Mustache Mountain was going to win the NXT UK Tag Team Championships, but uh, Zach Gibson and James Drake, the uh, grizzled young vets, as they call them, the the first. Uh, First ever NXT UK Tag Team Champions. I'm sure like we're going to see her. Sure, we're going to see a rematch there at some point. But uh, uh, then uh, a big surprise. Uh, Jordan Devlin 
was supposed to face Travis Banks, but Jordan Devlin attacked him uh, in a pre-match backstage and injured Devlin, so they needed a replacement, and they got none other than Finn Balor. What was the crowd like? Crowd was hot I'd imagine. for Finn Balor. I tell you what, that they popped big time for Finn Balor. He came out, he uh, beat Jordan Devlin in a nice little match, uh, but he he got the he got the W. And uh, <laughs> Jordan Devlin is basically almost like a spitting image of, of Finn Balor, except yeah. with I think a bigger head. Looks like they could be brothers. Yeah, they well they're both Irish, so uh, I think they both actually came from the same town. They're both from. Um, well, I can't even remember. Let's see. I think Finn it's, trained uh, Bray, the dude. Bray County, Wicklow, Ireland. That's where they're from. Yeah, they're both they, from the same. Yeah, dude, they're like. Hey, they wonder if they like know brothers. Connor? Huh? Wonder if they're cool with Connor? Uh, I don't know, but certainly. Uh, and somebody made the meme. I was telling you about it before we went on the air. You know, the the two Spider Mans pointing at each other. It's basically what happened when Devlin and Balor uh, met in the ring. So Finn Balor defeated Jordan Devlin. Dave Mastiff defeats Eddie Dennis in a uh, no disqualification match. Tony Storm got the win over Rhea Ripley, um, and she is the new NXT UK Women's Champion. We were looking at that steal with her, like kind of crying in the middle of the ring, holding the belt. Yeah, she looked good. She looked good. And then in the main event, Pete Dunne. Dude, Pete Dunne has been the UK champion now for, I think, like, what, 16 years? And who can dethrone this man? He's a beast. And Joe Coffey's a beast, too. I, I, I picked Pete Dunne to win the match, but I was worried because I was like, you know what? Joe Coffey, he's the real deal. And I had a feeling he could beat Pete Dunne, but, you know, 34 minutes later, what a match. Pete Dunne defeated Joe Coffey. And then, of course, the, you know, the walk-off for, for Conrad – when Walter came out and uh, confronted Pete Dunn, so it looks like we're going to get Pete Dunn versus Walter. Walter at looks some point. like a Nazi stormtrooper guard at Auschwitz. Yeah, Nazi's a big old boy. I mean, uh, Nazi. <laughs> uh, Walter's a big old boy. So he's. Now, do, uh, do you think that's who they're priming to take the title away for Pete Dunn, so Pete Dunn can come the main roster? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I would be surprised if Pete Dunne said, hey, look, I just want to stay in NXT UK or just go back and forth between NXT UK and NXT because he has wrestled a lot in NXT as well. But he is certainly right now the face of NXT UK. Mm-hmm. So I would not be surprised if they uh, kept him there as long as they could. I know Triple H loves him some Pete Dunne. So yeah. the good old Bruiser Wade. So Who that's doesn't? what happened. So it was a great show, great first show at uh, in Blackpool. Uh, really awesome show. Uh, I almost knocked off Conrad. Those darn unscheduled's got me. So don't worry, Conrad. Did you get any unscheduled's? No. Oh, okay. I didn't. I mean, I didn't. I because he knew what to expect. He he he. It's like he knew he knew Finn Balor was going to be there. Like, what? Why, why didn't you think Finn Balor? I. It was well. You see, the thing is, I was not of the mindset that I was going to defend my title until like what Thursday, like. Mm-hmm. Two days before the you show, you got to be like a UFC fighter, like two weeks. So you I got. didn't really have a chance to kind of re- do research and you know see who may show up and whatnot. I, and I just you know NXT UK and my mindset was like, I wonder if I could you know put. And I never even really thought of putting a guy like Balor, but I was thinking, you know, if anybody is unscheduled, they're going to use some of their other roster, get their, you know, other roster people out there, get them some big exposure on on a big stage that they have. And I basically just took some people on their roster that was not booked in a match and threw them on the unscheduled appearances. I didn't get yeah. any of them. Some of them 
wrestled in the dark matches, but those did not count as unscheduled, unfortunately. And all I needed was one. If I had one unscheduled, I would have beaten Conrad by one point. So, Conrad, you got away. You got lucky. Don't worry. January 26th, NXT TakeOver Phoenix. (laughs) That belt is coming back with me. Did he say Charlotte was there? I think so, yeah. He got that one, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. So, his unscheduled saved his behind. Because How did he know Charlotte was going to be there? Does this guy have like a time machine? Well, he lives over there. He has a home field advantage. He he might have heard the rumblings that she was in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Maybe. why he didn't release his scorecard to the very that's last exa- minute. That's exactly it. He even said it. He said he did not want to release his scorecard because he didn't want me to steal his unscheduled appearances. Yes. So, Conrad, you got lucky with your unscheduled appearances because... Had you, like I said, even if one of those unscheduled appearances does not show up, if Finn Balor doesn't show up, if Charlotte doesn't show up, I'm still the NXT champion. Just remember that because when it came down to guessing the matches, if you take the unscheduled away, I, I outscored him in just the matches. That Charlotte news was inside somehow. I guess. It had to have been. That's so random. Why would she show up there? Who knows? Martha Stewart went to prison. (laughs) <laughs> for for getting inside information and acting upon it. I think uh, we need to strip this title. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'll let him have it because he's only going to have it for two more weeks. So <laughs> oh. uh, I will take it back on Saturday, January 26th for NXT uh, TakeOver Phoenix. Speaking of, let me see something real quick here. Um, so, in, so Conrad, the new NXT scorecard champion. Time to go to Rumor Mill now. We're mm-hmm. starting to... We gotta get ready for Bryce and Scott coming up here in just a little bit, Mister uh, Studtacular. Uh, so, rumor mill. First thing, you got a few things on rumor mill. You want to go ahead and rattle off the first one? Yeah, Unc Dave and his crew say there are still talks that Becky Lynch could enter the women's Royal Rumble match and maybe win to set up a title match with Ronda Rousey. It's possible because she is facing Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. She loses the match, and if the match takes place before the women's Rumble match, which I expect it to. She could easily enter the Rumble match. I could see her winning it and then going to Raw challenging Ronda Rousey. Because I tell you what, Raw needs a spark right now. Mm -hmm. And what better spark than a Becky Lynch? The man. And now, a lot of fans have a feeling will be mad because they feel like Becky Lynch should be on SmackDown. But SmackDown already has tons of talent. Yeah, Becky's been on SmackDown since the the brand split in 2016. So if you're going to make a move... Bring Becky to Raw because I think Raw needs that kick in the butt that is the man, Becky Lynch. Yeah. So I could see that happening, certainly. Um, Next one. Yeah, another rumor. The odds on men's Royal Rumble betting. uh, What's the word that I'm looking for here, Patrick? Odds. Betting odds? Uh, Yeah, the betting odds right now on the men's Royal Rumble winner. You have a list of them? Um, No. Oh, you have the list of them? Mm -mm. Does it say, like, who the top? Odds are? Or? Uh, well, it says who the favorite is. Oh, well, who's the favorite? Uh, Seth Rollins. That's what I... Right now, that would be my pick to win the Rumble, Seth Rollins. He'll challenge Brock Lesnar and face Brock Lesnar for right. the Universal Championship, which I think would be a really good match. Seth Rollins, in my opinion, have, has been putting on some great matches in the last year. So, uh, if anybody deserves a Royal Rumble victory right now, I think it's Seth Rollins. So, yep. uh, now things can change, obviously, in the blink of an eye. But if we were to fill out our scorecards today, Seth Rollins would probably be my winner. Really? Yeah, of the Rumble, of the Royal Rumble. 
Oh, Last I year, thought you were meaning WrestleMania. No, that too. I think he, he'll be. Oh wow! I think he'll be Brock. Holy Brock's, Brock's got to drop that damn belt at some point. Well, then where does Brock go after that? He's not UFC. A, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, you done with him, huh? Um, I'm over him. I mean, he never shows up. He never defends the belt. Like it, it's getting old. It really yeah. is. Like at first, I liked the idea of having Brock Lesnar in WWE because I thought he'd be around more often than he is, but. He's not, so give that belt to somebody. And it, it sucks that Roman has leukemia because otherwise Roman would still be the damn universal champion. Roman would have held that belt through WrestleMania, which I would have been okay with because he would have actually defended it. But, you know, it's on Brock. Yeah. Hopefully, um, I don't think Braun's taking it from Brock at the Rumble. So Brock, Brock will have it through WrestleMania, in my opinion. Seth will beat him and, you know, take it from there. So yeah. Seth has never held the universal title, as far as I know. No, he's never have. So that'll be his first Universal Championship. Nice. Good way to do it at WrestleMania. Burn it down, um, baby. All right. And then something about Kenny Omega and Rumor Mill you had as well. Yeah. Right? According to Unc Dave and his team, uh, the cleaner has already turned down the offer WWE has made, and he'll be signing with AEW as soon as he's able to come around February 1st. Yep. That's pretty much what was expected. Yeah. So, yeah. Looking forward to. Uh, Kenny Omega and AEW, man. Holy cow. That's going to be uh, something. All right. Um, what are some stars you think the AEW is going to go after? AEW, Ty Dillinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I said they should go after Jeff Cobb, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know what his contract status is. Uh, there's talk about him going, them going after maybe AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who else. I'm trying to think of people in WWE. Like, I would say you know Bobby Roode would be a good one. Uh, but right now he's tag team champions with Chad Gable, so he might be enjoying you know himself yeah. at uh, in WWE right now. Uh, let's see who else. What about Could, like a Tessa Blanchard? She's in WWE now. No, she's in Impact. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about WWE. Oh no, no, I'm just talking uh, about Total Landscape. Oh, Total Landscape. Oh, okay. Um, let's see who could they go after. Uh, I would love. I don't think they're going to get him, but a Will Osprey would be really yeah. pretty cool in AEW. Um, also, let's see. Like I said, a Ty Dillinger, maybe a Bobby Roode. Um, who else? I'm just trying to. Like you didn't react over the Tessa Blanchard. You don't like that pickup? Mm, yeah, oh be, wow, that, that'd be a good pickup. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of men. I'm thinking of men right now. Tennille Dashwood would be a good one. Oh, how you doing? Tennille Dashwood. Um, I'm trying to think of some women in WWE. Somebody mentioned Dana Brooke in WWE. She's a very gifted athlete. Mm-hmm. I think she could do well in... Don't give her a mic. Well, I think she could do well uh, wrestling-wise in AEW. What about like a Brian Cage and OVE? Uh, I guess, yeah. I don't really... Get I'm some not Sammy Callahan love in there. Yeah, you're right. Um, Chris Brothers. Uh, this is another name that I feel a lot of people won't like, but CM Punk. Why not go uh, Why not? Yeah, why not go after Dude. CM Punk? That would be a great pickup, in my opinion. What's he? He ain't doing nothing in UFC right now. You know, people would hate it until he started wrestling again, and then everybody would yep, love it. Mm-hmm. I, I would love it. I would personally like it. I'd love to see CM Punk. And in obviously, AEW. does he still own the name CM Punk? Ah, uh, apparently he does because he was able to use it in yeah, UFC. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, why not go after? Why not to go after him? Please, uh, please do that. Also, and. I'm thinking of some NXT guys right now. A Ricochet would be really good oh in God. AEW, although he he look. I mean, he's f- tremendous in NXT, but I'm I'm afraid of what they're going to do to him once he gets to the uh, you know once, to the big time. Uh, I'm just trying to think of some other guys in WWE like that are kind of down low on the totem pole right now. That would you know who else I think would do good in AEW? Baron Corbin. 
Mm. I think Baron Corbin would do pretty good in AEW. Also, I would just like to see him disappear. Yeah, I, I know. I know how you feel about uh, Baron Corbin. I think he would do good in, in yeah. AEW, though. Um, so I don't know. I can't really think of some other people off the top of my head right now that would really do well. Rich Swan. Yeah, Rich Swan would do good. Uh, so th- there's a lot of potential out there. They can definitely. There's Scarlet a lot of guys. Bordeaux. Ooh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sure. You got to have the smoke show if you're going to have a ladies division. Sure. Why not? But uh, come on, a ladies division. Let me think. I'm trying to think of some some other. Um, some other women. I mean, wrestlers. if you get CM Punk, you got to get AJ Lee. AJ Lee would be Holy very cow. yeah, that'd be a great pick. If they could sign, get both CM Punk and AJ Lee there, that'd be a great yeah, great it. additions to AEW. So uh, I don't know. Maybe next week we can talk about, or down the line we could talk about. I could think of some people that would be cool to. Now there was some speculation AEW. about Joey Ryan signing, but then he shot it down on Twitter and he said he was an exclusive contract with Lucha Underground. Yeah. I don't know how long that lasts. There was also talk about Goldberg. I don't know what Goldberg would do in AEW, but maybe they, I'm sure they would find something for him. Yeah. I mean, he's only going to have like five-second matches anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Five and minutes. And go in tops. there, show his traps, Yeah, uh, spear somebody, and then jackhammer, and it's over. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, so yeah, we got the Kenny Omega rumor out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do a quick uh, little Royal Rumble preview before we get Bry- uh, yes. Bryson Scott in here. Mr. Stuntacular. So, of course, two weeks from now, the Royal Rumble. Let me quickly go over the match card so far. Uh, Bra- Brock Lesnar will defend the Universal Championship against Braun Strowman. Buddy Murphy will defend his Cruiserweight Championship against Akira Tozawa. Kalisto and Hideo Itami, so that might be a pretty fun match it's right like there. like a four-man match? Yeah, it's a fatal four-way oh, wow. for uh, the Cruiserweight Championship. I think it's the first time there's a fatal four-way Cruiserweight Championship at a pay-per-view, so nice. that'll be a fun match. you got four yeah. high-flying guys everywhere. It better be not fun. be a dark match. That better be on the show. It'll be on the pre-show. I have a feeling. <sighs> uh, Daniel Bryan will defend the WWE Championship against AJ Styles on paper. What a dream match. Yes. Oscar um, versus Becky Lynch, also another dream match on paper. Oscar will defend against uh, Becky. Ronda will defend her Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. I'm looking forward to that mm-hmm. match. I think that match has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, tag team uh, match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Bar will be taking on Shane McMahon and The Miz. Mm-hmm. So that'll be very interesting to see how they play that out. And then, of course, the uh, the Women's Royal Rumble match. Announced participants so far: Carmella, Ember Moon, Natalia, Bailey, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. Um, it says Sasha Banks, uh, but it says those scheduled to face Ronda Rousey at the event for the Raw Women's Championship. Banks is still listed as an official participant in the match as well, so that might give you a hint as to who's going to win the, mm-hmm. that match. Mm-hmm. Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, yeah, Alicia Fox, Zelina Vega, and Naomi. So the 13 mm-hmm. women, including Sasha, uh, announced mm-hmm. for the women's Royal Rumble match. You're putting Alicia Fox in there, huh? And Yeah. And 19... Yeah, what does she have on Vince McMahon? <laughs> Bollocks! Um, and 19 uh, men have been announced for the Royal men's Royal Rumble Is match. Is that Ryder in there? Mm-hmm. What are they doing with this dude? Why are they still paying this cat? Well, I mean, what, they're not going to use them. What's going on here? I don't know, but these are the guys they have. Zack Ryder needs to go to AEW. Also, speaking of uh, Carmella, for the women's Royal Rumble match, will come out number 30 as they won the Mixed Match Challenge. Our <sighs> uh, truth will be number 30 for the men's Royal Rumble. So there will be no surprise. There will be no, like, surprise at number 30 this year. So we know it's going to be our truth Also, Drew McIntyre 
Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, all three members of the New Day. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe, John Cena, Elias, Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Apollo Crews, uh, Andrade Cien Almas, Mustafa Ali, and Rey Mysterio. So pretty that's solid. A, that's a solid field right yeah, there. Yes, a very solid field right there. So far, 19 of the 30, I expect uh, maybe some more to uh, be in there. Maybe if Braun loses the Universal title, he'll join in the fun. You're saying EC3 might make his uh, debut there, huh? Yeah, I did hear that EC3 probably probably make his debut in the Rumble. Maybe, I was going to say Lars Sullivan, but we saw an article, I think. Yeah. We had an article up. He had an anxiety attack, anxiety so that attack, might delay yeah. his uh, main roster debut, so that's unfortunate. But those are the guys in the Men's Royal Rumble match, so that's pretty much what we got going uh, for the Royal Rumble so far, uh, about a week and a half from now or so, a few days before Royal Rumble weekend, we're going to have our Royal Rumble preview show and fill out some scorecards for that and NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Yeah. Chris we'll talk is, more about that as we when, when, when we get there. I think Chris has given us the wave. Yep. It's almost time for Bryson Scott, huh? Either that or he was just trying to catch a fly or something. I don't know. I never know what that is. Yeah, do. I think it's about time for Bryson Scott. Let's do it. All right, we're going live now to the CBD4U.net hotline. You don't have to live in pain anymore. Trouble sleeping, inflammation, CBD can help you live a normal life. Our interview with Mr. Stud Tackler, Bryson Scott, is brought to you by CBD4U.net. That's C-B-D-F-O-R-Y-O-U.net. Mr. Stud Tackler, Bryson Scott, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Ah, Thank you for having me, guys. No, it's definitely our pleasure. Now, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. You've been a very busy guy here late. I'm trying. I'm trying. Let's go ahead and get it started off, I guess, in the Genesis. Let's go way, way back in the time machine. Where did it all start? Where did your love for wrestling start? Um, As a kid, man, like, my dad was a wrestler. So, like, he wrestled on the indie scene in Carolina and stuff like that. So... Yeah, probably like five or six, and then from there, I just got more involved with it, watching it, and then when he would go and train and stuff like that, I'd get in there and be a ref and stuff, and then from there, um, I didn't see my dad as much anymore. He was always on the road, and the only time I would see him was at wrestling shows, mm. so I, I fell in love with it there, and then that's when I had my chance to do it. I was like, all right, let's see if I can do it. And now that I'm doing it and doing it with my family instead of not how my dad or a lot of the old school guys did it, of just, oh, it's going to be me. My family's going to say, oh, no, I take my family with me. That is pretty cool. Your wife is a wrestler as well, correct? Yes, yes. Um, she's actually pretty badass. She's pretty known, <laughs> you know. Um, she worked for Ring of Honor. She worked for... Uh, Impact TNA. Um, she's been to Japan, you know. She she's done all that, you know. So it's cool to follow in her footsteps now, and hopefully be as good as she was and still is. That is amazing. So let's fast forward a little bit, and and right off the jump, I want to say thank you so much for serving our country, for protecting our country, and, and doing what you did. That takes a lot of courage. That takes a lot of love for your countrymen, and we want to say here that we appreciate you, man. Um, I mean, uh, um, like, like 
like we'll probably talk later. I just did the whole taping with Jordan Klepper, and that was one of the big things. How do they asked us? What what's one of the things that it's weird the most to hear as a veteran? It's the thank you for your service because you don't know how to react sometimes, right. you know. So I mean, I mean, you're welcome, but at the same time, I I I still think veterans. I still think people who are serving right now, you know. Most definitely. Now you came back, and you found that wrestling helped you cope with PTSD. And you've been a big proponent for PTSD. Now, for people out there that aren't familiar with PTSD, I mean, I know we've all heard it, um, but but what is PTSD like? Hell, hmm. honestly. Um, like just earlier, my wife dropped um, the broom while we were sleeping, sweeping up her bedroom. Scared the crap out of me. Um, I, I was doing a podcast Thursday night. Um and somebody shot off a firework right before we went live on YouTube. So the the guys that I was talking with there, they got to see what it did to me, mm. uh, putting like freezing me up. You know, that's and that's just one form of my PTSD is the loud booms and stuff like that. I mean, it sucks um, to always be on guard, to always wonder what's going to happen next. I mean, a lot of people wonder what's going to happen next, but with like me, I over obsessive over obsessive about it and how did you find that wrestling helped you cope with that because i could just go out there and be a different person i don't have to be the person that went to war and had to deal with all that i'm i'm just going out there i'm being somebody totally different you know my my um my character on shows and stuff like that is a lot different from who i really am I'm I'm very quiet. I'm very humble. Well, somewhat quiet. I'm I'm very outgoing as well, but I'm not really my gimmick, you know. And, and how that gimmick come about, Mister Stuntacular? Um, actually, it was all because of a bad haircut. That's how I came up with Stuntacular. <laughs> and it was a horrible haircut. And I was like, "Oh, this is Stuntacular." No clue where it came from. Just thought it was funny. Ran with it, and then it kind of caught on. And now I'm doing like the Mr. Stuntacular, Mr. S, you know, on TV kind of thing. It, it's cool. Like, I mean, I guess I am the Mr. S, you know, TV guy, but I don't know. I'm not really a cocky person like I am, but it's cool. Right. That, that's what helps me because I can just portray something I'm totally not. And then speaking of PTSD and 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 finding fellow people that have gone through that, you guys, um, you found two other guys that have similar stories, and you guys started the Valhalla Club. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, and Jan Ostrom, Eddie Wittern, or Eddie Scott, as he wrestles us. But um, it was all Jan's idea. Jan, Jan came up with the idea. He said, we got to find another guy. We ended up meeting up with Eddie. And we all just call, we pulled our stories to each other, and we're like, yeah, we, we can do something with this. So, I mean, we got with Brad Morris in Waco, and we just put this thing together. I It was awesome to be a part of it, to hear each person's story and stuff like that. And then even now, like, that was, it came out in theaters last year. Or the year before that, we did a premiere. Um, 
but to see how far we've come and what we've done just since then. Like we've been on Rolling Stones now. We've been on Sports Illustrated, Vice Sports. We taped with Jordan Klepper for with Comedy Central for four days. And there's more people like hitting us up, wanting us to do different things, talking about bringing us different places for different sporting events to be a part of those. It, it's the brands really expanding, which is what I love because then that means the messages get out there more. Most definitely. And, and talk about that, uh, that comedy central thing that you guys just did. Um, how big was that? Oh man, it was huge. Like he, Jordan came in and like they sent a whole film crew and we filmed for four days um, two days he's just getting to know us and stuff like that and then we put on two shows and let me tell you the one show we had I, I want to say like 250 it was a nice little crowd for a small town that it was at but I mean and they definitely went home with a good good card and to see how Jordan could understand us so well. He, I mean, he's a great guy, but he, he reads people really well. Mm. He's good. He's really good at what he does, just like, you know, I think, or, I don't know. George, just, he's great at what he does, and I, I can't wait to see how they portray it and put it on TV because I heard just the other day that he just saw the first cut of it, and he's ecstatic. He loves it, so... Now I'm just like, can I get a sneak peek? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard any rumblings of a release date? Um, I was told March. Oh, nice. Yeah, so but I, I want to see something before then. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm very picky of what people use of me because I want to make sure it's all of my best stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, please, can I see it? So I can have some kind of say in it before it's put on TV. <laughs> But I, I mean, I trust them. They, they were the, the whole crew was great. I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I hope it speaks to more people, not just veterans either. Now let's talk about your your style in the ring. If people go to see a Mister Studtacular event, what are they gonna expect? That's what's kind of weird right now because, like, I'm in a I'm I'm on I'm trying different things right now. Like I've I've done the the moon salts the four fifties stuff like that, but now I'm just getting down to the nitty gritty of just going in there and punching people, kicking people, <laughs> suplexing them, um, you know, just stretching them. That's I I've, I've started to catch myself watching more of like a Zack Saber Junior. Dean Malenko style, mm. you know. And 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 that's what I'm starting to lean more towards, you know. That's how my match this past weekend went. So um, it's definitely different because I do throw some new stuff in with it, and it's only it's only expanding more because I'm always trying new things, always bringing old tricks back. You know, I like to keep people guessing. Right, and and then speaking of your new working style, I saw a video you posted on Facebook of you getting backflipped onto the concrete. That was crazy. Oh yeah, taking a backdrop onto the yeah. Now let me ask yeah. you. Let me ask you this. Um, I think you're 28, right? 
No, I am 30. I am oh, okay. 30 years old now. <laughs> now, uh, with you switching to that style now, has it ever crossed your mind like, okay, what is this more, I guess, strong style or more physical style? Uh how much more? How much more do I have left on my bump card? Um, I mean, that's definitely one of the things with transitioning to the strong style is not trying to take as many crazy bumps like that. I mean, it, I mean, it just happens. Like, I I personally had like twenty people there for that show. So I knew, and I mean, that was just for me on my guest list, 20 people that paid to see me. So when I know some people are out there like that, you know, people are, and, and the weather was horrible in San Antonio Friday night, but people that pay their money and drive and weather like that just to come see me, I'm going to give them hmm. money. I'm going to give them a match that they paid their money for. You know, I'm not going to let that go unhindered you know i'm not just gonna phone it in and go out there and take as many or as little bumps as possible you know it's it's not fair to the fans most definitely and it uh, take a hard bump like that and get back up there's an art to it i mean like it, the 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 clip kind of stopped but it looked like you got up almost right after you did that and i was like ah oh, that dude's a beast I didn't get get back up. No, I just tried to roll with it so it oh. didn't hurt as bad. But, no, I definitely stayed down for a little bit after that one. Um, the whole match is up, actually. I shared that um, earlier. But, yeah, I'm definitely still feeling that one right now. <laughs> well, where can people find you on social media? Um, on Facebook under uh, I have my personal page, Bryson Scott. I have my Mr. Spectacular Bryson Scott page that you can go and hit the like on. Uh, Instagram is Mr. Underscore Spectacular, and on Twitter it's Mr. Spectacular BS. That's right. We are talking with Mr. Studtacular Bryson Scott, brought to you by CBDforyou.net. Now you are burning up the internet right now because of an <laughs> altercation that you had at Laredo Wrestling Alliance with Jason oh, yeah. David Frank. People might know him as the Green and the White Ranger back in the Dizzle, but you know oh, him as Tommy is Oliver. <laughs> and then you but you know him as a uh punk who blindsided you. Yep. Yep. How did just that like, go down? Just like just like the guy that scared to fight him in the octagon, a punk. Now, let me ask you this. Was there a heat with you guys before the match? Because when you were uh, beating up Ricky Suaze, you said this is uh, – I, I think he touched you before that or something like that, put his hands on you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were um, – me and Ricky were on the outside. We were brawling back and forth. Ricky pushed me into Jason. Jason pushed me off, you know, as a member of the crowd. You're not allowed to touch talent. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're an actor, whoever. But um, he pushed me, so I punched Ricky. I told Jason, this is you. This is you next. Got in his face. I pushed him. His security got in the way. I took both of the security cards out before he could hit me, you know, and then he nailed me. So, I mean, 
I think if it's just one on one, me and Jason, it'll be it'll be a lot more interesting instead of having two security guards get in his way and take punches that he should have taken. And then I think that's the understatement of the year, dude. You smoked those dudes, especially the first guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy that guy took a punch. Yeah. I've rewound that like thirty times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And let me ask you this. So he grabs the mic at the end. He throws out the 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 match challenge. And then obviously he doesn't want to go because like twenty people are holding you back and he's just standing there. Yeah, I mean I mean he throws a challenge out there. He said he signed the contract. I don't know. I know I signed a contract right away when they said I can fight him. I signed a contract they say he has. I haven't heard anything from him really. I've seen cartoon artwork that he's put up on Instagram. That's about it. Um, if he is going to fight me, I'm ready. I mean, do I have to do a sparring match or something to get him interested in this? I mean, if that's what I have to do, maybe I will. And that's, what I, and that's what I was fixing to say. You know, um, I don't know whose credentials in MMA, but um, does that kind of worry you about maybe him taking you to the ground, putting some holds on you? Um, I, I've seen one fight of his, and he t- made the dude tap out with an armbar, so I am watching that, but, I mean, like I said, with Valhalla Club, Eddie used to do MMA as well, so mm. talking with him, trying to get work my game on that, work my ground game up a little bit, so I do have some defense, so if he does try and MMA, you know, if he wants to try that, but I told him, no, he came to a wrestling show. He attacked me at a wrestling show. We're going to have a wrestling match. And supposedly he agreed to it. Right on. And I tell you what, you had the line of the year. This is for you, you stupid fake superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. Oh, man. Um, now, is there, and we talked about a date possibly for the Comedy Central uh, TV show coming out. Do we have a date yet for the match? I, I have not heard anything. Um, LWA is working on things right now with his agent about getting him in the ring. I know he's working on rehabbing a hamstring injury as well. So, I don't mean. If he's rehabbing a hamstring injury, why is he even laid his hand on me anyway? Mm-hmm, exactly, because he, he thought he thought those two security guards would do work, but they just got smoked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got work done. <laughs> oh man, mopping up the floor. Man, that first one. Well, that is still absolutely, still knuckles. Yeah, that was absolutely crazy. Now, well, what were the boys in the back saying when you got back there? A lot of them were mad at me because, you know, mo- most of the boys are those little cartoon nerds and stuff. And they like all the Power Ranger stuff. Oh, what are you doing that for? Ah, that's why you get, that's why you get knocked out. I didn't get knocked out. I got knocked down. The difference between getting knocked down and knocked out, when you get knocked down, you get back up. I got back up. Well, I tell you, that is going to be an awesome Awesome confrontation when you guys get in front of each other again. Um, I would imagine. Hopefully, they set up like a like a press conference before the match. Um, I'm I'm hoping something happens soon. I need to know something. You know, I, my calendar's filling up. If Jason, David, Frank don't get on my calendar, does it hurt me? Nope. He's just Jason, David, Frank to me. I don't care who he is. 
I'm here to, I'm here to take bookings, kick people in the face, make a name for myself. I don't need Jason David Frank. Very cool. Any possibilities we may see you in Lake Charles, Louisiana anytime soon? I am hoping so. Um, full throttles out there. If I'm uh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm definitely looking to go out there. I know I had something scheduled one time and wasn't able to make it, but I'm hoping to get that fixed and get back out there. Cause I haven't been in Louisiana a while now. Um, ever since the whole thing with elite championship wrestling out there and <laughs> the state Mm. well we would definitely love to see you over here in the chuck bryson scott everybody thank you so much for your time we appreciate you hanging out with us and definitely talking about the whole jason david frank confrontation because like i said you guys are all over the internet right now Congratulations on all the great stuff you're doing uh, with bringing information to people about PTSD through wrestling and the Valhalla Club. Man, being on Rolling Stone, that is that is amazing. You guys definitely making waves out there. Bryson Scott, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. And please, everybody, go check out Valhalla Club on Amazon Prime. If you do, leave us a rating, a review, everything. It would be greatly appreciated. Share it with a friend. Maybe you can help somebody save somebody's life. Thank you. So there we go. Very cool for Mr. Studtacular to come hang out with us for a little bit. Got yeah, absolutely. That, got that big match coming up. Who would have ever thought the Green Ranger would be? And I guess maybe, I mean, maybe it's not that far-fetched. Stephen Amell yeah. has had some great matches. Yeah, you know, we talked about the 90s nostalgia with your collar and elbow shirt yeah. here from, you know, the Saved by the Bell look there. Then, of course, the Power Rangers in the 90s. I watched the Power Rangers in the 90s. Uh, so very nostalgic for me to see Jason David Frank uh, doing something these yeah. days, you know? And I wouldn't say he's had some great matches, but David Arquette's back in the scene now. Mm, yeah. Well, David, uh, you know, David Arquette, you know, a lot of people give him, you know, flag for the fact that he was WCW champion back in the day. and uh, But didn't he had that match uh, sometime last year, and, like, it was a brutal match, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was probably just a few months ago. Yeah, I think that that match, match right there, he kind of, you know, he kind of gained split a, open with a light tube. Yeah, and he kind of gained. You know, I think for those people who probably didn't respect him as a as a professional wrestler, even though he's, you know, he he hasn't made his name as a professional wrestler. He's, he's always been an actor, but uh, certainly I think he gained a lot of respect from a lot of the wrestling community for that match he did. Uh, he also wrestled recently at the NWA pop-up event mm-hmm. where sadly uh, James Storm did not take the NWA strap off of that piece of garbage Nick Aldis. Yeah. And if you hear this, Nick Aldis, you're still a pansy for blocking us on Twitter. Yep. Little punk. Yeah. Can't even take it. Somebody but, will take that belt off of him soon enough, though. Yes. Um, but he was in a match against Josephus. Tim Storm came out to help, mm-hmm. and it was a hair versus hair match. Yeah, and uh, he got to shave Josephus's hair, and now Josephus, who was this big burly mountain man looking dude, looks like the guy from uh, um, Varsity Blues that was like the the fat lineman with the pig. Yeah, this is funny transformation. <laughs> Well, there you go. So I think that's about all the time we uh, we got for today, right? Yeah. Anything else you got? No, just check us out online, www.averagemarks.com. Our news section is popping. 
So if you want to know uh, some breaking news, they got some great features on there. We got not only Conrad with the Gaffers Wrestling Report, we got Ringside News, Cage Side Seats, Diva Dirt, WWE, and Impact. No, uh, is it Impact Wrestling? I'm not sure. And Impact Wrestling up there. So tons of news for you right there at AverageMarks.com under the News tab. Also, if you're listening to us right now on your podcasting platform, make sure you hit us with a like, you hit us with a subscribe, and you give us a comment so that people will be shown in the algorithm, other wrestling fans, the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. Other than that, there's only one thing to do, Patrick. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of the Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. For more information on the show, follow us on Twitter and iTunes. AMP is a proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com.